Hello, welcome to another episode of Block Talk. I'm Chris Agora. I'm Kael Teeter. Uh, and today we're going to talk about some new features we released uh, just last week uh, for the Azure Blockchain Development Kit extension for Visual Studio Code. Uh, Kale, you want to talk a little bit about those new features? Yeah, one of the things we're going to walk through here, and I'll show you a little bit of slides here at first just to kind of walk through this, but is around once I've actually like built something in our extension, so the primary focus there is around the developer building some assets, uh, how can I start to interact with them or start to use them? Uh, and it's a way so that I can start debugging and further along the development lifecycle. Okay. So if we take a look at um, a slide here I have on this, uh, basically I was looking at the development lifecycle here, uh, Chris. So basically, as I mentioned before, the the developer sits down to build a, a DAP, and inside of this DAP, he's going to have a couple different things he needs to do. First, he's going to build a smart contract, and the smart contract, as we've shown in previous videos, we have extensions in there to kind of handle that as part of our extension. Yep. So we can do things like linting, helping the user develop these things. And then we'll move on through to migration. Um, so we actually want to deploy it. Typically, the flow is to deploy to something like Ganache or a local uh, blockchain. And for developers who may not be familiar, what is migration again? Yeah, so migration is taking your assets. So once you build your smart contract and it's syntactically sound, right? We've written good code. Uh, then we need to sign it, mm -hmm. and then we need to put that on the blockchain yep. so that we can execute it. And that's part of the migration process. Cool. Then once we get beyond that, uh, we move into this third box that we have on the screen here, which is, uh, I'll call it testing phase, but it's really like, well, so once I have my assets out there, I've built them, I'm pretty sure they're sound, but I need to start interacting with them to make sure that they actually do what I think they should do. Yep. And so part of that, we called it contract interaction. That's part of our testing phase. And then the, the gray box you see here on the right side is really around the future. So once uh, you know we, we've built, deployed, tested, interacted with our contract, we feel good about it, then we'll move into the next phase uh, and we'll have that stuff in, in future podcasts around how do we actually start building a dApp now around yep. the thing. And this testing phase is a little bit of like a sanity check, right? Like, does this do actually what I think it is? That's what, right. What I think it does. That's yeah. right, 100%. Sounds pretty cool. Want to give a quick demo? Yeah, so let's jump over to VS Code here. Now, what I have here is I have the extension installed, so you can also install it yourself. It's the Azure Blockchain uh, Development Kit for Ethereum, as Chris said. And once you have that installed and all the dependencies, you'll see this little Azure Blockchain thing in the bottom corner here. And I went ahead and created a new project. If you don't know where to do that, uh, you can bring up your view command palette here. And then you can see new Solidity project. Hit that. Hit the basic project. You got what I got here. So we have our basic Hello Blockchain. It's got our migrations and everything in it. Um, what we can do is, as we've shown in previous videos, you can go ahead and do a build here. Uh, this will basically compile it, make sure that we wrote good code, like it's uh, syntactically sound. And then once we get beyond that, we'll want to deploy it. So if I hit deploy, uh, we'll just do it locally here. So we're just going to go into Ganache. So it'll fire up a Ganache instance, and it will deploy uh, the smart contract out there. So a few seconds, there we go. Now the new thing that we've added here, uh, Chris, is around this show smart contract interaction page. Now, when you pull this up, let me move this window out so we can take, get a better look at it. You'll see that we basically have created a dynamic UI here uh, based on this smart contract that I clicked on here, this Hello Blockchain. Now, Hello Blockchain has two methods in it, send request and send response. So in here is where we can actually start to take action, right? So we can like call these functions and pass parameters into them. 
So, Kale, if I remember correctly, by looking at the, the contract you showed a second ago, uh, there's a constructor function, right? I don't see that in the drop down here. Why is that? Yeah, because in, in this case, uh, the contract's already been created, right? So we need a contract mm -hmm. that already exists out there yeah. and the constructor's already been created. Yeah, built. okay. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. And then basically on the right side here, we have our state and our events. So you can see uh, these are basically state variables that would exist inside of the smart contract. Events are empty right now because we didn't do any. And then we got this cool section at the bottom with all our metadata, who created it, uh, what deploy, uh, deployed location it is to. We have our bytecode ADI. What is that location, Kel? It looks like a big long number to me. Yeah, so remember we deployed to Ganache to a local instance. Mm -hmm. So this is the network ID. Um, mm -hmm. Everything in Ethereum has a network ID. And in this case, it's uh, kind of a pseudo random number uh, that gets generated by Ganache. Cool, cool. If you were deploying to something like public Ethereum, you would see like one there. If you were deploying to Testnet, you would see a three. Uh, if you're deploying to Azure Blockchain Service, you'll see a different number in there um, that can be controlled. The cool thing is we still have the bytecode and ABI here, and we still have the uh, nice little features here so yep. you can copy and paste. Um, so that's super cool. And then up here, so let's go ahead and start executing this. So if I just pass a string in here, you'll see that basically I saw my state update. And if I call the other side of this contract, which would be a response, so let's say test response, um, you'll basically see an event got fired. Um, and you can see that our state for a response message and a request message updated. So essentially what we did is we've, in a few clicks, we haven't written any code here, mm -hmm. we've uh, compiled, we've deployed, and then we took this over and started actually exercising the smart contract. So super cool things. We think it's really good for uh, developers who are just getting started with this so they can really uh, start using their smart contracts as fast as possible. That's very cool, Kel. All right. Thank you. It's been another quick episode of Block Talk. Thanks for joining us. Follow us on Twitter, MSFT Blockchain.